Welcome, 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 everybody, to I Am Here. We have a slew of people with us. Yes. So I am here with Amarilis and Gabriela, joined by our family members from all over the place. Um, I am here. Um, we're here to share our stories, our personal perspectives, um, bring in healing, laughter, and a lot of awkwardness. So I am glad that everybody's here. I'm really excited because we're going to get some awkward stuff. Uh, today we are talking about the talk. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, oh. so much fun. <laughs> we are joined by Ana Maria, who is my sister, Gabriela's cousin. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. <laughs> we are also joined by, go ahead, introduce yourselves. I'm also, I'm their little brother, the Amarilis and Ana, and then their cousins. Yeah. And I'm Luigi. My brother. Yep. We have the same face. Except I have a beard. Yeah. And Gabby shaves. And I shave my, I shave my face. <laughs> yes. So we wanted to bring everybody together because, um, one, we just like having people because we love you guys. And we love chaos. <laughs> and we love chaos. Yeah, I mean, this whole show was um, born of the idea of sharing stories and being at Mama's house and sitting and just laughing and talking over each other. So we get to replicate it. And actually, yeah, it's really exciting. Um, but also because we all have different experiences with the talk, even though we're in the same family. And we wanted to do siblings as well because even in the same household we have had such crazy different experiences with the talk from a male perspective and a female perspective and also just age differences because um osito and mm -hmm. i and ana maria we have a larger age difference um between also and i there's 12 years between yeah. also and ana maria there's 15 years um and luigi and gabby have a very large yeah he's gap. eight years older than me <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what happened with our family. You, this is this is already exemplifying. They need a break. <laughs> yeah, they, a break. they were getting busy no matter what age. That's I what mean, Mama had, had twelve. Kids. <laughs> yeah. Mama had twelve kids, so. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> this is hobbies. Well, yeah. I mean, there was no TV. They found a hobby that they enjoyed. <laughs> yes, there was. <laughs> That was a lot of TV, actually. But before we start, before we get into like really, really deep stuff, um, and I want to let everybody know that we are talking about the talk. So whoever is listening or watching, if you want to hear this and watch this first before you're playing it around kids to see if there's something you want to share with them or something that you just want to keep for yourself, you can just be forewarned. And we'd rather you listen and watch first before sharing. It All might right. be a little explicit. It may be getting a little bit explicit, depending on what you want to share with you. Live it up to parents' choice. Uh, so I just want to put that disclaimer out there. Um, so Gabby came up with this idea. I'm going to throw it back on you because this is your personal responsibility. Gabby wanted to talk about the talk. Oh! <laughs> uh, no, I just thought it would be hilarious if we talked about it, but... Under the bus. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I actually think it's because... We were we were having a conversation and, and that kind of um, did come up that we had complete even though we were we had the talk with the same people it was completely different. <laughs> yeah. Wait, okay, time out. 
So it was the same exact people who gave you the talk. So it wasn't like, because I know some families are like, oh, the moms will talk to the girls and the dads will talk to the boys. But you both, no, how, was, how did it work for you guys? Who was the mom? We had our mom tell us. And my, and for so me, Theo was that, not involved with this at all. He's well, like, ah, I'm out. Well, for me, he was kind of sitting there. But he, I feel like he was also getting the talk. But <laughs> it is, we'll get to that. <laughs> Go ahead, tell us the story. For me, Papi was just like, he, he came into the room and my mom was like, oh, then he went through and he's like, oh, I need to do something. And then he left and I was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and it might not just be because you were a girl. It's because Luigi was the first. He was like, oh, I did this before. I know what's going to happen. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So now I'm curious, Luigi. Go ahead. I want to hear your story of the talk. Okay. All right. So this is this is this is way back. Um I, I was way back. I was trying to put the timeline. Trying to put the timeline. And this was around fifth grade. So you're like ten. <laughs> Which yeah, I I don't yeah, I think that's how yeah. old you are. And it was for like it was time for dance. Like my first dance. Um, this was at a Catholic school, actually. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I was very that nervous. Oh, man, so oh, the dance comes on, we gotta talk to you about sex. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that escalated you quickly. Know? And it, so, I remember it was like the day before. I, I was so nervous. I had no, I never, actually, I've never even gone to like a social gathering outside of school at that point. But, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> So you have friends? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't allowed to have friends. We weren't allowed no. to have friends. That's a different. They're bad. That's a different school. Yeah. So, so you know, I was I was actually I was playing uh, <laughs> some video games and 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 mommy came in. She came and she's like, "Luigi, ven aquí. Vamos a hablar." And I was like, "All right, let's. Uh, okay, I, I I hope I'm not in trouble." I mean, I don't think I did anything wrong. So I sat down, and um, my mom was there. It, it's it was in the kitchen, uh, and the kitchen is mom, where all the talks go down. Why? <laughs> this was in the kitchen, and she sat down. It's the most sanitary place. That's why. Yeah. And then I feel like she didn't plan this with my dad before, because she just felt it in her spirit. Like, I believe he was in the vicinity. And she goes, Menaki, Sentenaki. And he goes, Okay. He was bamboozled. <laughs> oh no, she caught oh, both of you off guard. Oh, and the thing is, like, with our dad, is he's very, like, introverted and he's very quiet. So mm -hmm. I can see all of this unfolding exactly how he, how he yeah. explains it. Yeah. So uh, they sit down, and, you know, my mom looks at me and she goes, What do you know about? Sex. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I like my eyes. Uh, but I think the best part was my dad suddenly like getting really red. Like, oh, this is what's happening. I'm and not ready. <laughs> I don't think any of us were ready. So she started. It, it was weird because I feel like it wasn't really talk about sex. It was talk about don't touch yourself, <laughs> and because this was the only talk I got, by the way. Wow. Um, and it was weird Your because voice. she's like, so she's like, so you know, 
you're getting older and there are changes in your body and, I, and I'm like oh no oh no now did you already know about this stuff before like did you this have like at school or anything because you're like oh whoa, whoa, whoa. like they like that same year they had brought someone over to do a health class or something and they like split the boys and the girls up or something like that i, I don't remember um it was it, it was weirdly done yeah because like i don't understand i don't know how they did it for you but i remember being in fifth grade and they split us up mm-hmm. but what they talked about was hygiene was yes. like mm. what body changes yes. and like wearing deodorant oh, and what happens in- but it wasn't about that and they told and they told us that our our things would grow bigger as we grew, and That's I remember the whole voice. like all the guys cheering. <laughs> Never all happened. Guys cheering. Like I remember all the guys cheering. <laughs> I was like, I didn't get any of this. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the talk. They lied to you. Like, I, I really, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Cause like for me, I'm just like, like what, what, what did I do? Why do? Why is this happening? <laughs> You know, sometimes I'm gonna tell you a story. Oh no! This, this is this is literally it. She goes, "I'm gonna tell you a story." One of your uncles started playing with his peepee, and like at that moment, like the pause. <laughs> she, she would do the pause. She would do the pause. I think it's the Latina mom thing. And I know my mom didn't do that to us. Well, I, mean, no, we're I like, wish no, there was no. a pause so I could breathe. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like I just, just like got so red because like in my mind, the f- like you would think like what? But like for me, my first thing that I thought was they know. Anyway, so and I was like, uh huh. And she's like, and then he would do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, and one time, white stuff came out. Oh, no. And it scared him. <gasps> and this was my dad's, this was my dad's reaction. He was like this. He was like, oh, my God. He, he, I'm just like, what? He goes, Oh, he, my. He, he was like, what? Oh, I'm uncomfortable with your talk now. That's and horrible. Like, and he, like, then switched to try not to laugh. And he just, like, <laughs> and he looked away. When I'm supporting. He's, yeah, like, because at that point, like, I mean, as an adult, and you think of just, like, you know, being respectful of, of your spouse, and he's like, you don't want to co- like contradict and her her no, authority, like, but at the same time, like you're like, what the heck are you talking about? Actually, they should have practiced this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, he was like, no, okay. So that was literally like almost it. That like I'm pretty sure that was it, and there was like a little more, and and I remember just like them leaving because this was a, apparently supposed to be. be Maybe because I was gonna go to a dance. Oh but, my like, gosh, that's horrible. But the thing is, it's like it's not like they had to tell me any of this anyway, because like I was going to a fifth grade dance, 
and I didn't even dance with anyone because I, I they oh. they just made fun of me. Oh, oh, no. So I came back from that dance and cried. And then like I told this story to my girlfriend. She's like, Oh, you didn't have to have the talk. You were walking birth control anyway. <gasps> I think her love that is not nice. Please, <laughs> then okay, 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 okay. But so I was so confused with the talk. Wait a minute, that was not what happened with me at all. Thank God, confused, right? And I'm like, am, should I like ask questions? Yeah, because I'm just like, I don't know what was going on. So basically, my whole like exposure to that was through little things like that like for example i would like for example growing up i used to love the backstreet boys right oh no they're the devil mm, just, just but you, you know that one that one song where where he says the word sexual i didn't know what that meant oh I knew that. yeah so I, I, I didn't know what it was. Look at me go. All I knew, all I knew, like it was that it was a bad naughty word because I had to hide when that came because That's of the reactions insane. that I saw. On you every know what lyrics we used to be singing when we and were little? Oh my goodness. It's because of the face like, come here, yes, change that, change that. Like so I'm just like, oh, don't say sexual. I don't know what it is. That's insane. So that's that's that was my whole background. That is crazy. You were but really that's, that's really surprising to me because like our household was so different. But it's I mean, I guess it's not that surprising because you were like almost like the first cousin born in the newer genera generation where it's a lot more um conservative, a lot more sheltered, a lot more protected. protected. Even yeah. though we were protected and sheltered, you were I the think, babies. Yeah. And yeah. I wonder, I don't know, because, like, it is so different. Like, we, that's we, how it was. Like, did you not grow up watching Sábado Gigante? Like, did you not what? Like, did mm -hmm. you not see? You weren't allowed to yeah. see those things. Oh. Like, no. oh. Yes, she was. Because after they saw how much they messed up with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I fixed it with her. I was watching novelas. I was watching soap operas. My grandma seeing all that stuff. That's really insane, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's so insane. You're like your your story. Portillo Gilberto. It's so different. It's so different than anything I expected to hear. <laughs> That's the real victim. <laughs> <laughs> like what's crazy is like it became something again, like of being do ashamed of your body, but also not just ashamed, but scared. Like, yes. this is mm -hmm. what happens to your body. White stuff. Like, yeah. now you're scared yeah. of what something, of something that's so natural in your body and, and how that affects you afterwards. Like, like, I, you break I, out into a fungus that seeps out. No. Like, oh. I was gonna find out anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was mm. gonna find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna find out, but what happens is they got you at an age um that was still young even though you were exploring but mm -hmm. young enough to like when this happens now something dangerous or scary or sinful or bad is happening um, because my body's doing something natural i don't know if that's how you took yeah. it growing up, but i'm like what the heck but it gets in there and the fact that you yeah. felt like you might want to ask questions but you couldn't yo yeah. your dad couldn't even ask questions <laughs> no you I'm, I'm sure he had lots of questions <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, wait, how do you even know this? Yeah, so that makes me wonder so much. How, 
How were their talks with Mama? I'm sure they didn't have oh, no. I'm sure they didn't have because any. this had no. come somewhere. Well, okay. So, what was your story like when um, when you had a talk with Mommy? Because you're the oldest. Like Luigi's the oldest in in their house, but you're the oldest. You were the first um, like experimental guinea pig with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it is what you had just mentioned about like us growing up in such a different generation. I was one of the older grandkids. So like I, I was maybe the third or fourth grandkids out of 30 something yeah. grandkids. So you it old was, as hell. I am I'm old as hell. Uh, <laughs> but we grew up watching Sabado Gigante and we grew up watching Camara Infragante and Budweiser commercials and, and cigarette commercials where like thongs on. And it, but it, not even that because I even remember the um, the kids shows. Like we watched yeah. Susha. Yes. Who later on be, was found like back in the day, back in the eighties, La, Latin, Latino, Hispanic. Um, like Susha was oh, then later found out to be a porn star, and she was show, she had she a had been show, a and she's wearing small little outfits, and she's dancing, and we're just kids, and we're dancing. Susha, we're, we're dancing with her, and I remember running up. <laughs> Running upstairs once Susha came on on like the TV, I remember watching her looking at what she was wearing, running upstairs trying to see if I could find something similar. Even Imagine. though I didn't, but I wanted to dress something like her and then come down and then we danced like her. Yes. And it was completely innocent. Like she was, yeah. she just had a kid show. show. Yeah. Um, she was just doing something else with her own personal life and her other professional life. But as kids, like we grew up seeing. Like, and we were encouraged as girls. Like, yeah. I remember watching Thalia with her, like, bra tops and bustiers, yeah. and we would do, like, the dances, and we were encouraged. Like, our family was cheering us on and saying, wow, you do it just like her. Like, yes, like, you're a good dancer, kind of thing. And that's the thing is, like, when you asked me what was my talk, yeah. I don't really think that I had a talk about sex or any of that at home. I had a talk about guys get comfortable because I'm the one that cuts to the chase. But I had a talk about periods and I had mm -hmm. a talk about women, like puberty and all that stuff changing. And all our, the science our stuff. mom and dad's dynamic were very different because their family backgrounds were very different. And they were both very religious. Pero papi always yelled at mom for being too liberal. And you are too, you're too wild. And you're teaching these things to this girl. Papi was nowhere in the room, nowhere, probably even in the house when I got my talk. And this is one of the weirdest memories, but <laughs> mom still laughs about it because we were in the kitchen and we're making breakfast and yeah, the kitchen, kitchen. but the she's kitchen. cooking. It's not as safe as you think or as sanitary as you think, Gabby, because oh, oh. In, she's making pancakes and she takes the batter and she starts <laughs> drawing the fallopian tubes and oh, the God. uterus and <laughs> this. You <laughs> I don't know if I remember, like, I don't remember eating it. I'm sure <laughs> but, she we made didn't, but we didn't waste food at home either. I the mom's very science-y and I had always, like, Mom always and I was like, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was completely normal. And this is, I think, why we're like, I personally am very, very comfortable with this because it was always a very matter of fact talk. When I lived in Puerto Rico, maybe yeah. I was three years old, three or four years old. 
Um, the, no, I had to be, yeah, I had to be three or four because mom was pregnant. So it was either with you, I think it was with you and, um, or with our other little sister and the, uh, a man, like some kind of business guy, insurance guy, I don't know, came over to the house, had to do some stuff. And he said something about, oh, your mom's going to have a baby. That's going to be so great. It's going to come out the belly button. And I said, the belly button. It's not gonna come out the belly button. It's gonna come out of her vagina. <laughs> and they always laugh because that man's face turned beet red. But it was a very matter of fact kind of thing. So I don't think I ever had the talk because it was always just mom's motto is if a child asks a question, it's because they're old enough to handle the answer. You give them enough answer. Enough, yeah. If they ask more, then you give them more information. If they ask more, then you give them, they're only going to be asking for the information that they're ready for. So. It's so crazy though, because like, that's exactly how, I don't remember the pancake talk. I remember the pancake <laughs> talk um, stories. Like people always bring up the stories like, mom, you know, made the fallopian tubes. And she's like, well, you asked. So I was just doing like, it, it was so just natural. She's like, I was cooking you asked so i use the supplies and the resources that i had at hand to answer these questions um but i don't i don't remember that but i do know that that was almost the relationship and the dynamic everything with mom was like an opportunity to um to talk because i remember um like it wasn't a sit down one conversation it was something that was gradual over time every opportunity like remember your 13th birthday watching clueless dating you damn sorry my bad don't do the math but we were watching <laughs> clueless on like video like on vhs from blockbuster, from blockbuster. Oh, really, really. <laughs> anyways i don't really remember this from i just remember the story <laughs> but i remember um she used that as an opportunity to talk about like after we watched the movie and watched um the whole thing and after i think even your friends left she's yeah. like so what are some of the things that you saw in these movies that were like appropriate? What were some things that you thought were inappropriate? Because she was talking, there was like scenes where they would go up and they were in a party and then they would go to the bedroom and they would be making out and nothing like, it was still PG-13, but there was nothing explicit, but it, it was insinuated. Implied. And she took those opportunities to like, they're in high school, they're young. Like, like what would you, like she would just use mm -hmm. it as a conversation opener. But I like, I never had the talk about what actually happened during sex. Like yeah. everything was always science. Like oh. what happens in your body. And and um like the fallopian tubes, the uterus, what happens with that. And in school it was the same thing. Um and so I knew about like it was there was a sperm, a sperm comes in, you know, and like I didn't know how the sperm came in. I just knew like sperm and an egg, they come together, they create an embryo. This is how babies are made. See, my, uh, my book had pictures. I didn't, uh, maybe I didn't pay attention that day. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, that was not a conversation that we had. And I don't, like, I think we ever had. Like, it was a conversation about the science, the reproduction system, and also, like, the morality of virginity. As a woman, I remember having those conversations with mommy over and over again of, like, um, being a virgin is important. Being a virgin is something that is a gift. You know, and that's that's uh, the sanctity of, of sex in marriage and waiting. Like, those were the conversations um, that we had. And it became, like, this big thing of, like, virginity was everything. Like, mm -hmm. it was everything. 
And I remember having a talk when mommy was pregnant with also right now, I'm like, at that time I'm 11, right? Having a, and she's just talking about it. And she's just sitting with us again. And this time it was a family room. We're sitting together and we're talking. And I don't remember what we were talking about specifically, but I remember her talking about how important virginity was to all three of her daughters. Um, and she's like, and I remember this, because I remember being 11 and the reaction inside of me of like, just like you guys are, like, like you guys are virgins. And then I was thinking, oh, you're not? Like, that was my, in my head, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. mommy's not Mom. a virgin. Mom, you're like, so that was <laughs> Mom. <laughs> because like, that's, that's not a whore. I did not go Anna. like that. Anna. But like my thought, like it was, it, like it was just so automatic, like, oh. Oh my gosh. And then I remember checking myself. I'm like, oh, of course, she has kids. Like, duh, she's pregnant. Like, duh. But it was almost like this, like, because you never think of, because, like, I knew my mom and dad had a very sexual relationship because they didn't hide that from us. And not to say that they were being explicit, but, like, they would, like, uh, make they fun of each other. They were very affectionate. Yeah. They were, like, you know, like, there was uh, butt slaps in the kitchen. There was slow dancing. There was kissing in front of us there was jokes, you know, like mm -hmm. the jokes of like, oh, like sexual jokes that I knew they were over my head, but like I knew enough that I was like, they're talking about sexy sex, right? <laughs> um, I, even though I didn't know what that was, I didn't know what that was. I just thought that a man and a woman lie down together and they're naked. I knew that, but I didn't from know what. Yeah, from the novenas. And like, it's just, that's natural. But nobody sat down and talked about like, the actual what happens under the sheet and and no. and like, no, I, never I would like to happens. I would like to uh, add to this because um, now that you're you're saying um, saying this, I'm actually getting a memory of when I was a kid that actually um, <laughs> all God, man, looks so nervous. Not all of us were there. Those that were alive in the like <laughs> year were born were there. Like I know Amarilis was there. I know was there. I think, and we were watching a movie. I think I was like, I was really young, young kid. And we were watching a movie uh, with Robin Williams. Uh, I think it was called Bicentennial Man, uh, where he's like a robot. Yeah. And, you know, as a kid, I just remember watching it. But there was this one specific part where he asks the one guy, like, about, you know, what happens with sperm. Um, or something like that, and they, then, like, you know, they explain it. Obviously, I didn't know what the hell they were talking about, but then, like, then the guy asked, like, what happens, you know, to the rest of the sperm, and he's, like, they die, and then he's, and then he, like, gets sad, mm. and in that moment, Amarilis was the one who said, oh, I never thought about it like that, that's so sad, and then I'm sitting there, like, what are you talking about, <laughs> what is this, and I'm not gonna lie, that memory replayed in my mind for years wow. until probably I was in late high school, maybe in college, where it actually clicked that mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that is, that's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's just like there's certain things that are talked about and certain things that are still like taboo. Because I know like as you're talking, as we're talking about this, it's like, we're talked about like the shoulds, the science, the like the shoulds, the morality of it. But as an adult looking back, I'm like, well, nobody talked about like what it meant for us as people. You know, um, I think about it and like the times that we did have talks with mommy, and anytime like 
even after like being a teenager and an adult and having conversations of just life and actual normal human feelings, I never talked to mom about those things. Never talked to anybody of anybody, honestly, anybody about those things. I would listen and observe and like learn that way from like friends and and TV and things like that. And I would, I, it was easy for me to talk about other people's experiences or have questions if I had questions. Like I remember asking mom, like I was in, in middle school and I remember we used to have the little sips um, juice boxes for lunch. Mm. And one of my favorite flavors was cherry. And I remember going to school and people would always make fun of whoever, because it wasn't just me, like Sips was a very um, popular brand, but people who ever had cherry juice, they would get it that day. Like, oh, you're drinking cherry juice. <laughs> oh, you're getting cherry juice. And I remember like knowing that it was a sexual innuendo, but I didn't understand what it meant. So I remember going home and who did I ask? I asked my mom. I asked mom, why do they call it cherries? Like, why, why is, like, why do they call that cherry? And she broke it down. She's like, oh, girl, because that's what it looks like when they first, like, when you first lose your virginity, it looks like cherries. That's, like, she just broke it down, very matter of fact. Like, I, I wasn't scared or worried of talking to mom about uh, asking questions. What I was more concerned about was asking questions about myself. Like, you don't admit that you have any romantic or sexual um, experiences yourself. Yeah. You just talk about other people. Because the way they talked to us about it was very removed. Um, yeah. At least from my personal experience. Oh, no. I, yeah. Girl, how old am I? I don't know. I, I'm almost 40. Damn I near still 40. can't have this conversation with my mom. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, I don't feel comfortable see. with it. <laughs> I you because you're like the oldest. But I can tell, like Gabby, we'll be talking about that stuff in front of my dad. And I'll be like, excuse oh, yeah. me? <laughs> like I'll be offended. They'll be like, "Wait a minute, what?" Well, I can talk What's about stuff on? now with my dad, but like it, it was very still, awkward at first. Like, I can't. He's we still fast forward through naughty parts. Are you serious? No well, you know, you still do. Wait a minute. Wait a no, not minute. Me. No, not me. Not me. We, I remember, wow. and maybe he wasn't in the living room because he was still dating your mom at this point, but I remember being in the family group in the living room and watching Pretty Woman and watching these movies that were not appropriate at all for us to be watching, and it was normal. But you know what? And I, part of that was because your mom and dad were, again, like the younger generation. So even if they felt awkward, they wouldn't tell their older siblings to to take that out that That's it was true. inappropriate. Like the older mm -hmm. siblings, like Papi being one of the oldest, um, had more authority and they were just more open about life and just what it was, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So even though Papi was not part of the conversations, he wasn't against it. He wasn't shutting it down either. Mm -hmm. I just think it's so funny. Because he had a completely different experience than me. Go for it. I want to hear your experience. Like, you're ready later. I'm ready. Okay. So, uh, we were watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And <laughs> there was an episode where they were emphasizing that, Ca that uh, Carlton was a virgin. And, like, I didn't know what that meant. I was, like, I don't know. I was really young. I probably, I uh, like, six I don't know why I'm asking. No, because you were a part of it. Okay. So, because, yeah, no, Luigi, Luigi is the, it's your fault. Because we were watching it, and then I was like, Luigi, and we were both watching it together in the living room, and I'm like, Luigi. It's so uncomfortable. 
And I was like, what's a virgin? And then he just looked at me and his eyes got real big. And he goes, mommy! <laughs> and he gets mommy. And then I, and it's like, Sabrina has a question for you. And she's like, un momento que estoy haciendo algo. She's like doing something in her room. He literally like grabbed me and walked me to her room, knocked on her door and said, Gabriela has an important question for you. Help! Like, he was very aggressive <laughs> about it, and then you ran away, and I was like, oh, Yeah, I did. I did not want to be a part. I knew what was coming. Well, I thought I knew what was coming. Because like, so you're like, I'm not going through that again. That she no. talk, she asked the question, I am not the one. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, I remember my dad was in the room with my mom, and then, like, they opened the door, and like, hey, come in, what's up? And I was like, what's a virgin? And then my dad, like, his eyes got big, and then he's, like, smiling, and then, and then my mom's like, Tiberto, and then he literally was like, Tengo que hacerlo. And he was like, I don't remember what he said. I don't know. <laughs> my dad ran. We left. I think that's where you crazy. learned it from. The men, the men are ashamed. What is this? I don't know. He said like he needed to do the dishes or something. He's like, oh, come here. All of a sudden. And she was like, come here, come here. And then we went to her room and she sat me on the bed and she goes, are you asking this because of the Virgin Mary? And I said, no, because Carlton's a virgin. <laughs> she's and like, she's who's like, this Carlton? And why do you know he's a virgin? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, um, I don't know. Uh, I was watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. She's like, oh, you're too young to be watching that. And I'm like, well, we watch it together as a family, but whatever. And then she like was like, okay. And then she was so sciencey about it because she was a biology person. Mm -hmm. um, so she was all like, okay. So, there are eggs inside of you, and men have, <laughs> have sperm, and they come together and make a baby, and I, that's, that's, that's You had to talk at six? <laughs> and I was like, okay, and that was it. I was like, okay, um. Wait like, a minute. That's I got in trouble for the that. question. Like, I'm oh, thinking, yeah. like. Yeah. The women having, like, you having eggs and men she, having sperm does not answer the question of what is a virgin. Like, what the heck? No. Oh, oh, no, she didn't, she didn't answer that. She did it. Sorry. She didn't. I would like to add in here, just, just real quick, <laughs> I got in trouble for this, for letting her watch Fresh Prince with me. And so, yeah, continue. Thank That's you. about right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me interject. I, I have another oh, complaint. Yeah. So you know how like Fresh Prince of Bel Air has like episodes that are TV fourteen and episodes that are PG. I was only allowed to watch the PG ones. I wasn't allowed to watch the P the TV this fourteen. This is crazy. But um yeah, she was like to the extent of what she explained to me, she was like, oh, a virgin is someone who didn't have the their egg and the sperm come together and this and that. I don't know how she explained it. <laughs> But it was not, it was not right. And I was like, I was like, okay. And then I was, I was very confused. And she's like, I'm so shocked. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. But then again, I did ask very young, but at the same time, I kind of wanted an answer. And I never, yeah, I think about it. I'm like, you were six, but like, I remember having that, like, I don't remember having a first time, like, uh -huh, yeah. because it was always just a constant theme. And like, I remember now that you're talking about like the, the ratings. Mm -hmm. We didn't have shows with ratings, right? But we had movies with ratings. And I remember, I remember Luigi, like, because you're so much younger than us, I remember them screaming 
what movies we could watch based on the rating, which was something so new for me as yeah, a kid. I'm like, what do you mean? We watch R-rated movies all the time. We watch PG-13 movies all the time. Like it was not, it was not something forbidden. It was just became an education. Um, and like, it wasn't blocked. Nobody covered our eyes or anything. It was just like, this is what it is. Like, it was not something, but I remember like going to mama's house and then like, like all of our aunts and uncles were like, oh no, PG-13, how old are you? How old are you? You cannot watch it. I'm like, what is happening? This is it a really was, good yeah. movie and I want to watch it. it I remember weird. this. I remember this because we had this issue with Space Jam. Oh my gosh. All right. Space Jam. Right. That Lola oh, Bunny. I didn't want to watch Space Jam. They got a new oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't want to watch <laughs> Space said, Jam. Yeah, oh yeah, that Lola Bunny. I, I wanted to watch A Time to Kill, which was an R-rated movie. It was, it's a great movie. But anyway, <laughs> They were like, we got Space Jam. And then I remember this. Why is that I, I nice? who it was. They looked at, they're like, this is PG. And in my mind, I'm like, like, I'm just like, wait. So you're telling me you're concerned for me to watch Space Jam? It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon with Michael Jordan. <laughs> Back in the 90s, that was like the most innocent, pure movie. Like, yeah. there was nothing, like, literally... Wow. Yeah, yeah it's literally made for kids. But it makes no sense. It's only violence. I don't know, like the Looney Tunes. Well, it's just PG. A lot of the Disney movies are PG too. Well, no, at that time I was still I was playing the shoot my shooting games where I got to kill demons. Like, dude. I don't know. Where's the balance? Yeah. <laughs> oh my. But I I wasn't allowed to to see like something like that. No. That's so nuts. So also, what about you? Because like. <laughs> You're quite over there just taking it in. Tell us about your talk experience. Because I've just been over here thinking. I'm, I don't, I remember certain in, instances. Because by the time, like, you were old enough, Papi was no longer in the picture. Like, Papi was yeah. in the past, so you, you were in the home with Mommy. Yeah. Us. Not us. You guys because were, like, I remember being out of the house. and just, like, out and about most of the time. So, most of the time, I was just in the house with Mom. And... For the most part, it's what you guys were saying, where she's straight facts. You're like, I saw an episode of Billy and Mandy where a dude comes out, I don't know where babies come from. I'm like, that's hilarious. Let me go upstairs and tell my mom that joke. Because <laughs> I don't know what that meant. I just laughed at it. I go upstairs, I'm like, mom, I know where babies come from. And then she's just like, where? I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> and then I'm so young, and then we, that's when the conversation starts. And then I'm like, see, that's where you done messed up. I know, I really was just like, I was trying to be cute and entertaining, and this backfired on me. <laughs> no. yeah, I this got the joke's not funny anymore. It really wasn't. Like, I just sat there on her bed, and she's like, well, a baby when a, comes when, like, a woman becomes pregnant, and then the mom pushes, like, the baby out of her vagina. Like, that's straightforward. I was just like, oh, okay. And then I walked it back down the stairs and just went back to watching TV like nothing happened. And <laughs> I didn't think about it. I didn't even know. But she what answered that your meant. question. She she yeah. was like, "Well, that's how babies are born." Yeah. She didn't go any deeper and than you dude, needed to. I'm so that's thankful. This is this. This is that. Beliefs on that because it has helped me as a mom a lot. But I'm I'm thankful. It was just no no run around. Yeah, but it's also like you guys were saying where I'm. I learned. I'll get my questions answered if I ask it in a certain way but then when I was older and I'm going to karate and I got like a crush on this girl if I bring that up to mom 
then it's a whole different talk about you don't date girls until you're ready to get married. Are you ready to get married? And I'm like, I'm you're like nine. 10. I'm nine. <laughs> Miss, I'm nine. I don't even know how to spell marriage correctly. <laughs> and that's where I just sort of like, the talk was just sort of sprinkled in throughout my childhood, which is like, if you have a question, here are facts. But then afterwards, when I started wanting to get more personal, because I'm a bit more sensitive, that's when I feel like I started asking questions, even if it was facts or even, or if it was like, you know, me personally. I was like, oop, closed off after that point. So I'm just like, I learned what I learned for the most part, but then. What brought you to become more closed off? Because like I said, when it was a more personal question, that's when I felt like I was being more vulnerable. Like, hey, I actually, like, this is affecting me personally. Then you get told, well, this is bad. And then, like, I'm like, oh, so what I'm thinking is bad. So I should just keep it to myself in sort of a way. Because then you interpret it as, like, I'm bad. Yeah. And that's where I'm I bad for like, having feelings. I'm bad for having baby start. Jesus is crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And that's when the, the switch flipped. And I was like, oh okay, some of these things I shouldn't, like, say out loud. You learn to censor yourself. That's and so I think crazy. that it's, it's definitely a common theme in all of us that I'm seeing. But it is, like, at home, talking about sex and being sexy and showing our bellies and wearing very short shorts and very short mini skirts was applauded, encouraged, you look good, be Depended on who you were around. Well, if it was mom or dad, to me, I never had a problem with it. Yeah, but and you went to the, the grandparents' part. house and then it's just like, oh man. The, yeah, exactly, different. but it was, it was applauded, everything was fine. But if I'm talking about me or liking boys or boyfriends, shut it down. Mm -hmm. it was shut oh, that dirty you mouth. You know what's funny? You know what's funny, though? That it's only some... Yes. Of the people. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because then you then you get to like Moncho and his brothers. And and then it's like they you know I was just thinking the like they don't even try to censor. And it's I'm not, not even like I wasn't even thinking about that specific family, but I remember going to like being in other family members' houses mm -hmm. and I remember like one of our cousins sitting there and he was talking with me and mommy. We were in like in the in their in their balcony, and we're just ch ch talking and chatting. And he's talking about his experience with the talk. I don't know how he came up with this. He just was talking about like man and man, and this is what happened. And then I felt so bad. Like he he gave us the whole details. Like he felt like he was sinful for having a natural reaction. He went and confessed. Like oh, he gave us all this story, and then he was talking That's about nice. how he walked in on his parents. Right? He just and he's sitting here telling me and my mom, like, and I'm just sitting here, like, absorb. I'm laughing because the story's hilarious, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, you have no shame <laughs> in talking about this in mm -hmm. front of your godmother, yeah. like, in front of your mom, like, I, I thought that was so amazing, but then this is where, like, it went extreme to me in my head, like, to me, that was a little bit normal because there's some distance there, like, mm -hmm. you can joke and you can talk about these things, about sex and about your um, relationships and all these things, you can do all this, with extended family members, but you don't do this with your parents. Mm -hmm. This dude, mm -hmm. he went, he's like, mommy, come here, mom. He invited his mom into the conversation and he screams for her the other side of the room and he's like, mom, 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 remember when I walked in on you and dad? Tell him the story, remember, remember that time? Remember that time? 
I'm not going to lie. I've always been jealous of that yes. relationship. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Relationship <laughs> okay. Of being able to <laughs> be open. Because, like, I, even, I'm not going to lie. Like, even to this day, I still have to feel like I have to censor myself no matter what. Same. Till this yeah. moment. Well, I mean, if and, that is so fast forward in movies and sex scenes in movies, and you're yeah, like freaking adults, yeah. like you're But, like, not even just here, though. It's like with the whole family. Right, so like, yeah, there would always been times where we would be at grandma's house, and I would like see my other cousins and being like loud, you know, uh, cursing as much as they want, talking about sex and stuff. And I literally would be sitting there jealous because Mm. I would want to join in, but I feel like then I would change how everyone would see me. So I would literally sit there and pretend to be like. How dare you? <laughs> you like, would judge them because but, you couldn't do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. But and you know what? The thing wow. is, I think that it's very it's very interesting to see the different family dynamics and how we all have reacted and how we all, like our relationship in, in front of certain people in regards to the talk. But I think of it, and I know that those particular cousins, it's because they're boys. Because their father and but, our father is very different. Like our, our parents, our two fathers are very much alike and their sexual history was very wild and very much alike. They were but, the the best. And they were. So we were somewhat comfortable in our household talking about sex. But because we were girls, it was... Well, I think mom did it. Like, she took charge because we were girls. I think, and, like, papi, like, was... Again, he didn't, like, shame it. He didn't bring it down. He just um, allowed it. And and there was, like... It wasn't an overt talk with papi. It was just, like, always just, like, very, like, um, covert messages of, like, this is natural and this... when mommy became pregnant with also, I was not surprised that my parents were having sex. You know, again, like it was something so natural. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's like, that's, that's normal. And I remember, I remember like when I came home in eighth grade, um, again, I was in Catholic school and we had a conversation, I guess at the end, like they wanted to have a sex talk there. And my teacher was a nun. And I remember talking to mommy about what we were learning and like we were making fun of the nun because she, she was talking about masturbation. It was part of the religious education, right? And she was talking about it and she became so cherry red and we all made fun of her like, yo, like we already know this. Like, why are you so like, and and I came home and I told mom, I was like, yo, this is what happened in school today. Like she turned bright red. And I'm thinking it's funny. I'm just sharing a funny story with my mom about school because like I can have these conversations with mom because she's, she's permitted it. And like, it's comfortable. Like it's not shameful, but she became so angry. She became so angry. She's like, no, I do not agree with her being so embarrassed and so red and so like shaking. Cause that's the woman was shaking talking to us about sex and the body. And she's like, mommy was so angry. She's like, "Uh uh-uh, she should never teach you that way because what she's teaching you is that sex is bad and it's not bad. Like that was mommy's point. She's like, sex is not bad. I do not agree with people telling you that. I don't agree with her. And I'm like, overtly mom was telling us how wonderful and how great it was, but there was a lot of mixed messages in the fact that it's only good after you're married. You know, if you have any feelings about it before, or any questions about it before, you're like, no, don't, like, that is shut down. Um, so, I, 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 Not just bad, but sinful, which is another it, step yeah. beyond bad with our upbringing. You know, that's, that is 
like when 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 we are brought up that the as religious as we were you know mm-hmm. when something is a sin suddenly that be, that turns from something that's just bad to, to something e- that's like eternal damnation something that's <laughs> yeah. like you know soul. yes yeah but i think it's interesting because like going back to what we were saying about how um i think it's funny because like I kind of started having the memories and realizing that mommy did try to tell me the full talk, but I spent so much time with my grandma mm. that she like instilled like that Fear. sex is just yeah. bad. I mean, at, towards I mean, the end of her life, like she started saying that it's good. Grandma. Yeah. Yeah, but, but she would change up too with who, which generation she was talking to. She would switch it up because I remember she would be like, people would come in and they would be like, yo, um, they, they were like, senora, you have a lot of kids. And I remember her sitting there just as like, just chill. She's like, I tried it. I liked it. I kept doing it. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's so, so confusing. <laughs> like so much time like she was like the person that basically raised me right so she would uh, you know I, sometimes we had lots of talks and she just was like okay eso una porqueria. every time that sex would go on the screen mm-hmm. she, she did like, not say yeah and then like oh, yeah. so much so to the point where my mom when my mom tried to have the actual talk with me mm-hmm. like she had that like, she was getting sick so she knew she needed to do it she's like okay let's do this and every time she tried to talk to me, I, I like right now when we're talking, I just completely forgot. She tried to tell me this goes in here and that happens, and I covered my ears and I said, "No, I don't want to mm, hear." So much so that you blocked it up until now. Yeah, so much so until now, and not only that, but like in class, we were in like in school, and I refused to pay attention to the point when I was in tw- I was twelve years old. And I gave the man fallopian tubes when they gave me a diagram because I was like, I literally didn't, didn't know. know anything. Yeah. I was so. How did you eventually figure out what Lego goes where? What Lego goes? Friends. Friends. Probably. Friends. Just talking about. It. But yeah. Like, interesting. And then, because... gra- and then, like, just. Oh, so you seem like you wanted to say something. Yeah. Oh, like, was like over here, like, oh, I'm getting hyped. Wait, 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 wait. One, one, one thing, one thing. We have a story, and also was there, I think. Oh, I, I was sleeping over at Grandma's house, and so was uh, 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 Alecha, <laughs> which is the, the younger sister. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking about. You were doing uh, my face. Yes. You were doing we're makeup. Doing Both makeup. of you guys were doing makeup. girls' makeup. Yes. So I was sitting with Alecha, and we were watching makeup tutorials. Yeah. And out of nowhere, Grandma comes walking with like, a bata in her a Yeah, she's she was sleeping. She's, she's all ready to go to sleep. But she, she had already taken her teeth out, <laughs> and she walked over slowly to us. She like leaned in, and she's like, "No deben estar mirando esa cosa. Todo lo que piensan en sexo, sexo, sexo." For those who don't speak Spanish, <laughs> translation, please, Luigi. She said, "You hey, guys." Boy. She said, "You guys should not be watching." That type of things. All you guys think about sex, sex, sex. But she was so angry. Oh, also, like that angry. she turned. She tried to turn off the. First of all, for the people who don't know, our grandma was blind. Yes. <laughs> when it was convenient for her. It was convenient. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know that for our first hand experience, she was blind when it was convenient. <laughs> <laughs> what was so bad? About, I see. 
because she has the window facing like the street where all the kids walk from school to their houses. And she's like, I see you walking through there with all the women. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're like, like, I wish, Grandma. <laughs> for real, growing up, they're just always, I'm getting accusations like, oh, you bring girls to your house. You walk with all these women over here and over there. I'm like, since when? <laughs> I can't even get a girl's number in high school. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? But you guys forgot the point that she looked at Aleta, her sister, during that point, and she said, Especialmente tú, porque tú eres una mujer. Like, oh, yeah. Especially you. You shouldn't look at that stuff because you're a woman. So right then, mm -hmm. that also teaches, like, the difference in, like, sex is, like, worse for women somehow than mm -hmm. it is for men. And, and I just remembered another line that she said. Because I even tried to block that out. Yeah. She literally said, it's, or I'm going to say in Spanish, then I'm going to say in English. Say, <laughs> espera, espera que te cases. And just so you know, that means wait until you get I didn't see you losing her. I heard that yeah, and she yeah. did a little, a little, a little movement, like and then she left. Danced she danced a little and left. I mean, all and three of them were there. They're all there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I was in the room at that time, but I remember we were howling with laughter, and we felt so bad. But it was an insane statement. I don't think Alicia um, said anything. No, well, I'm sure she didn't. She probably stayed in shock and walked out. No, Alicia was laughing. We were all laughing later. We're like, what was, was that? We're looking at makeup. What is? What is what yeah, we're like, what just happened? We thought we were looking at porn. Why would yeah. we? Why would we look at porn all together in our grandma's house? Like, wow, cool. That's what she wants to know. But that's what they thought, right? We wouldn't. We wouldn't be able to sleep over at cousin's house because, who knows? They have mala costumbre. But you know what? Time out. I wonder because I wonder about this. Do you think uh. it was different for you guys? And Gabriela, I think you're in the mix because, again, you were a girl amongst a lot of male cousins. So you almost had that flip experience. But do you think it was different for you guys because you were guys versus being females? I think yes. But this goes back to another point that I was trying to bring up, that growing up in such a big family where you have not only, like, one father figure, one mother figure, everybody tries to be your parent at the same time. Because like, that's how our community is. Yeah, but there's seven of you on each side. Relax. And they're yeah. all telling you different things. And the thing is, not one of them sticks to what they said one day. The next day, they'll switch their thing. So if you multiply that, if we're doing math, you're getting 28 different messages into your brain yeah, yeah, at the age of 10. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, true, though. The things that you guys are saying, it's too much. And then no one, there's counter, no, like, yeah. it's no common theme. It's just like, well, I don't know what's going on because everybody's telling me a bunch of different nonsense. It's so And then nice. I'm getting, and then when you're saying if it's different for boys and girls, I think me and Luigi could say 100% for sure because when you're born with a penis, you're born with like an eye you're on your like, hey, yeah. I'm watching you. Yep. I know what you're up to when you're not around. I'm like, yeah, I think you I get said, it. You because about? seeing it and just from our perspective of like the male cousins that grew up with us, like 
our generation was mostly females. Like there was a lot of granddaughters, and then the next generation was a lot of grandsons. So mm-hmm. for us, like it was more free and like and just protect oh, yourself, no. but you were yeah. more free. But when the male cousins came by, they got a lot of the same thing you did of like you guys are evil, almost like that. Like you guys are are like predatory, and we have to make sure that you yeah. stay. Safe. And I remember um, always, ma, mama, and papi always saying because they grew up with this phrase, and then we grew up with a phrase. When the head downstairs starts, turns on the one upstairs stops thinking. And that was for girls and guys, always. It has nothing to do with you and your body. It has everything to do with... That's it. Yeah. Like, the men were taught, like, you need to be watched instead yeah. of, like, watch yourself. And the women were taught, you need to be protected instead mm-hmm. of, like, anything else. I'm but like, the way they, they did it, it almost seemed like they looked at, like, the women were naturally born pure. However, the boys were naturally born as bad. Yes, exactly. And as women, and as women, we almost had to take the responsibility for your salvation. It's almost like I damn. (laughs) But it's almost like now because it became like because I know Gabby and I we've had this conversation before too of just like we almost had to take the burden in that viewpoint of um, if we dressed up a certain way or said something, it was our fault because we made you sin. Yeah. Our bodies yeah. okay. are like so seductive yeah. that you can't control yourself with all of that. Yeah, just, just, so it's just like, to add to this. Yeah. then we like become shameful and we want to hide in a box. I, and then I'm starting to take you, like it, it's almost like it relieves you of any responsibility for being a human. And I, I had to undo that learning as an adult, as an adult, because a lot of times I had to close myself and be small as an adult. And I remember being in my first like real adult relationship and my partner at that time, he was the one that saying, you cannot control how I think. You could be in sweatpants and you could be in hoodie. I would still be thinking whatever I want to think about you. And I'm like, and I, I remember hearing that, and I'm like, so violated. I felt violated. I was like, how dare? Oh, how dare! You? I am trying oh, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. Yeah, and, and and it's, it's you pig. And it's just like, and and it wasn't even like you pig. It was almost like, how did I fail? Mm-hmm. What did I do wrong to uh-huh. make you yeah. think that? But in reality, it's like, it's not my responsibility. It's I not get, my responsibility. I get so angry. When we're talking, okay, because the thing is, all of the responsibility about remaining pure is is thrown onto the women. And yeah. that mm-hmm. makes me so angry because growing up, when I was, like, fully aware of the whole extent of the talk, I was told that I was the one who had to say something mm-hmm. right away. As soon as I, like, as, it was never, like, consensual. It was never, like, oh, however you, like, whenever you feel unsafe or whatever. No, it was, mm-hmm. as soon as things start going bad, he, the man can't stop. You're the one who is responsible. Irene, you just brought that. the worst memory back to me because mommy used to role play. Oh, <laughs> and she oh, role playing no. me and my boyfriend trying that. to push me to have sex. And she, come on, but if you love me, you'll do it. My mother! <laughs> see, see, that wasn't a part of my either. but all right so and it was it was up to me here's the thing so I, I ran yeah. well here's the thing again Ana Maria is the oldest so that never happened to me I think mommy oh, was right. oh my god I erased that from my mind but, 
the way that that they they taught the the girls also affected the way that the guys see girls because then we started seeing and i'm going to tell you like this is i don't know about also but at least for me i started seeing as that for everyone all women because it was like you know it's your job to stay pure right and that's on them and they were you know so if so up until like very late it was always like if a girl was had any type of experience dating before i never didn't want to even have anything to do that's hard. and that still like throughout my whole life essentially was like instant judging yeah and this is something that went all the way up like probably up until like like something that i'm still battling now yeah i'm not gonna lie yeah. because that's something that you go through your whole life and it's like something that's like and then you got the shame too yeah and then yeah. you got shame so it comes it became it becomes a whole like years of having to unprogram your brain from instant like shame and, and like judgment of other people and yourself it's so funny that you say that it still affects you even today because last night i texted amarilis and i was like can i talk to you tomorrow about girl stuff and it was literally about all of this oh, really? yeah i think what you were saying luigi though is also a combination of like i said the the 14 talking heads we had everywhere we go and then also like the household we grow up in because we learned the same you know messages as jumbled as they were mm -hmm. but i also had you know four older sisters mm -hmm. so four older, older sisters people, wait a minute four. yeah you three, have four I mean. older sisters but three of them are alive so exactly. i don't know if you were talking exactly. to the other one <laughs> that's another conversation no no i'm saying okay i had three older sisters and then those were the more consistent voices that i had in comparison to you know everyone else Whereas in your house, you're the oldest and you have like a younger sister. And I feel like that's where the like protectiveness sort of comes in. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're telling me like, girls can wear whatever they want. Who cares? I'm like, yeah. That's true. Because you, you actually had, you know, examples of yeah. like people in your life. But for me, I just had Gabby who was a baby to protect. And, yeah, and the thing I is like, even, even you, didn't, you didn't really have, like even though we're older cousins, again, there was such an age gap. That you're the oldest of a new generation and the only older people you had to go to were the people who were telling you that it's wrong to even speak about sex yeah. don't you even mm -hmm. think about it yeah. and i remember having this talk with osito um because i remember that transition you were talking about luigi i also i remember having this talk with you um when i think you were in, in high school like i don't know but you were older but still younger uh, but i remember you talking about like if a woman doesn't respect herself. Why should I respect her? Oh, I, I do remember that. Yeah, I do. And remember I remember that. having this conversation, and I'm like, "No, sir. <laughs> no, yes. sir. You like are I not said, going fast. there. <laughs> you are not going there because and and it was again. It's reframing that you have responsibility in this as well. Like yeah. you're not going to put this all on the woman. The woman is going to choose what she chooses, and you're going to respect her regardless because her choices are her body's choices. Mm -hmm. You yeah. don't get a say on that. You yeah. do not get a say on that. And you respect a woman regardless. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm grateful. I had a filter to filter out all the bullcrap I was being taught. You were my guinea pig. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm I ain't never been so it. pissed off. I'm still a little pissed. You feel that? I feel that. I know. I felt a little like I'm. I don't think that. Yeah. Anymore. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm real pissed off. For real. What a joke. Nah. That's what I'm saying. I had a filter. Like I had three sisters that were just like, yeah, that's right. No, that's wrong. Yeah, that's right. No, that's wrong. But like, the thing is, I didn't have a filter. Therefore, I had to learn. Oh, Luigi, give me, give me three hours. Luigi, we'll fix you up real quick. Yeah, do we need to give <laughs> you a talk? I, three hours. We're gonna. We have I mean, to how much time it. you guys got after this? <laughs> don't, don't touch yourself. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. It's so scary. Uh, white stuff is gonna come out. <laughs> oh, no, 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 please. But the thing is, cool. crazy. This is the craziness. I, like, it's so nuts that you had that experience as a younger kid yeah. because I, I think also you had a lot of female like voices telling mm -hmm. you no, no, no. But mm -hmm. I remember growing up because in the household that we grew up in, it was different than also. We grew up and it was like uncles and my dad, and there was a lot of male like very, very dominant right? males. And like even though like we're the girls. And but we were in it like we weren't separate from the conversations from adult conversations. So I remember like our uncles coming to the house, and it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every single week, so three in the morning, playing dominoes, drinking up. Everybody's laughing. We're watching TV. We're listening to music. Everybody's having a great time. And I remember like these same people telling you for shame on your body, right? Telling you guys this, having simple conversations that everybody is chilling and watching like Sabado Gigante or like having these little contests of like, you know, um, sim like crazy. There's always sexual innuendo in the, in the shows. And I remember one of my uncles, one time, one of my uncles, he's sitting there and we're just watching everybody's hanging out. And he's like, all right, guys, I gotta go. And um, he's going home. It's like 11 o'clock at night. He's like, all right, I gotta go. And mommy was the one that said, which one of those positions are you going to try tonight? Which one of those positions? And he's like, I want to see if I'm going to try all of them. And then he's like, bye guys. <laughs> so it was so normal. It was something so natural that it was like, but here's the thing. They weren't the same people that were talking to Luigi. They were the same. No. They weren't because they at this point, they didn't have kids. This they did. That's, that's, how, that's how the last one came in. Wow. But mm -hmm. the, the, the way I see it, I mean, I think you were, you were raised and formed a lot of this fear and stuff were not the people that were hanging out in our house. Though. Yeah. No, we, we, we interacted with completely different parts of the family. And that actually, like, depending on who we were around the most, seemed like it, it shaped... <laughs> Well, how would you yeah. say, how would you guys say, like, thinking about it now, because these are, like, the different talks and experiences that we had growing up, and we touched a little bit on how it affects us as adults, but, like, thinking about that, like, what would you take away from these talk experiences and be like, all right, these are things that I would change, and mm -hmm. I wish they would have talked to me about sooner? Hmm. Well, I just take what I learned through like years in, uni in the university and like taking classes about like, you know, sex and how to talk to children as they mature and stuff like that. So you're Just, talking about like the psychology classes? Yeah, the psychology courses. And then I compare it to how I was taught growing up. And I feel like the good things and the way that I would want to do things if I were to have children is don't talk down to them as they're going through life. Like, it's not your hoo-ha, it's a vagina. Call it what it is. Who told and you it was a hoo-ha? No, I'm saying, like, 
how people I give nicknames like, like I was like, wait like, a minute, because I was like, mommy always said the boys. It's not your it's not your bing bing, it's a penis. Just yeah. they're people. Talk to them like people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't know if you guys would agree, I feel like you would. The best information that we were given is when we were talked to like we were adults. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk to me like an equal and give them information throughout life. That's what I would do the way that mom did it, was just like not just one talk. You have a question, we'll talk talk about it. If I feel like I need to say something, mm-hmm. I'll say something. Just small talks throughout life and talk mm-hmm. to like you're an equal. That's yeah. what my take would be. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> and my takeaway from my talks was to be scared of the white stuff. Um, <laughs> it gets <laughs> no, you in but, trouble. <laughs> it, it gets you in trouble. But first off, my takeaway is that literally... Before you go on, because I'm like, wait a minute, because I'm like, the part of me, like the adult in me, and the one, the, like the almost the professional side that, that work with kids who've been sexually abused, I'm like, you don't need to be scared of the white stuff. And you need to be scared if it's like different color stuff. You know, like, yeah. I'm thinking of diseases and stuff. I'm like, you need that's to know. Like, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, these are things that kids don't know and people don't exactly. know. And then like when you have your first experience, people get sick and they get easily manipulated because they don't have the right information. And yeah. like, no, like you need to be taught like what it is and what is natural and what's going on in your body. Yeah. Even with what you were talking about, also like I think about it in a different aspect of mommy. I always appreciated the fact that she told us the truth when we asked the questions. But then going into um, into my profession and, and dealing with kids who've actually been abused at a very early age, um, I started to change that mindset of no. Because kids are not going to ask you questions until they've already been uh, exposed to the material somehow. Like whether yeah. it's talking in school or things like that. So you have to be the authority in sex. You mm-hmm. have to be able to express mm-hmm. and, 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 and make it normal and just regular conversation of what it is, what is not. So that way when little Timmy in first grade tells you this is what, this is what sex is, you can be like, Ana Maria, be like, no, that's not how it goes. Let me tell you what my mom said. Right, um, because because you have to have almost that authority of like kids have to see you as authority figure because otherwise they're gonna hear whatever anybody else said. Yeah, I, and that's a hundred percent true. Because as an example, I remember this is another one of those clear memories. Kindergarten, I was on the the bus and a kid was bragging to me about how a girl showed him her peepee, <laughs> and. And he, he was telling me about how this was the sexiest thing ever. And I'm not going to lie, at that moment, I didn't know enough to, to tell if he was lying to me or not. And I, I, did, I couldn't tell whether or not to, to know if what he was saying was something normal. And that's a good, and that's very good to like point out too. You were in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, people wait until you're in middle school to talk to you about full sex. When by kindergarten, people are already talking about it. Like, and honestly, like, you, yep. you, like when it comes to research, people show, like, by third grade, kids already have some idea what sex is. Is it wrong or right? Yeah. It's, it doesn't matter, but they have some idea. Like, and I remember in first grade having little talks about sex. Everybody was like, it was little and, and not being accurate talks, but everybody's making fun of, ooh, S-E-X, ooh, like, all these things already have this idea who's bringing this up if you don't talk to your kids correctly somebody else will and what they teach mm. them may not be the right thing 
it actually yeah. makes it very harmful and dangerous. I don't know at what point I just started not caring and just talking about it, like with my dad. Like with no. <laughs> we just I like still leave the room. I, I still leave the he room. He always leaves the room. I don't. I, I want to. I don't even know when was the last time. I, don't know, I, don't, I talk I don't about know. it a lot. I'm just like, oh, hey, let's talk about reproduction. Like I don't know. Like something <laughs> that. And then let me teach you some stuff. Yeah. Or like I, asked, I was like asking. I, I know that not many people would do this, but like I asked my dad about his their their honeymoon and everything. Like Aww. I was like, how is that? And like asking him questions and he like actually answered me and so he, he feels comfortable because you're comfortable around him talking about it yeah i don't know at what point that happened but it was like probably late high school like super late high school but i say the same thing i think i have the same experience in certain aspects where you're more like reserved with mom like there's certain things i'm like i can't I think sometimes I like I have conversations or I want to bring up things with mom and and she's like whatever like she's open and then there's times where she's like why are you telling me this and I'm yeah. like oh because you're my mom that's why yeah <laughs> or more so than I'm like very comfortable talking about sex but too not comfortable yeah I was gonna say has, too but not when it has to do with me personally and I'm talking to my mom yes I will talk to mom about sex but not not getting specific no, not yeah. me. I don't can't do it. Yeah. I, well, she cannot know that I had. Sex. You have a child, son. Yeah, she <laughs> cannot know that I had. Sex. You can't know. She can't know even. You know what's funny me. though? I remember having that exact conversation with mom, not about you, but about herself. Of her, um, and I don't know why we were talking about, but I remember she said like after she came back from her honeymoon, she was like, "People are gonna look at me different now. People are gonna know. Like they're gonna know that I had sex." People are going to know. And, and, and I remember her telling me this. And then she's like, and then they came back and nobody treated me any differently. Like, it was just regular. So, like, having those kind of conversations is like, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. See, yeah. see, I'm not, you just reminded me oh, no. that just two weeks ago, this this is crazy that this thought, you know, sometimes you just have intrusive intrusive thoughts, random yeah. things. I remember I walking like, past Wait, what, do you? I remember walking past Bobby. He was just sitting there watching TV. I looked at him, and I remember this is crazy. I the thought that crossed my mind was, he knows I got married at some point, therefore he knows I had sex. Mm. And then I got red and I went to my room. This it's like, paralyzing. Oh. It's paralyzing because you did something yeah. that you're not supposed to. Yeah. Even though you were married, it's and like supposed to. dirty. Yeah. This is crazy that it's still intrusive thoughts to this day. Because it was shamed, was so entangled with it. And it's part of our family that... Because I get how Luigi got that, because he was shamed and shamed get with it. But I guess, like, there is, like, also had said, there's, like, an interweave of different messaging. Yeah. Still happens nowadays, where it's just, like... Because I feel that shame where it's just, like, Sometimes I don't care. I'll be in the car with one of our aunts and all our cousins. And I'm like, this is how I talk. I'm going to talk normally. Like, yeah, penis. And then all of a sudden, I see their eyes light up like, he said the P word. And I'm like, and the craziness I'm 22. Like, you're an adult. Yeah, and, yeah I'm 22. daily for me with Punchy yeah. in here. And I'll be like, Punchy, shh, shh, oh my God, oh my God. Like, and I'm just like, they're right. Yeah, they're, yeah. We shouldn't have to censor ourselves because it's not something we did, something we said, or something we're thinking. It's just, that's us. Why am I hiding a piece of me 
from someone who you know values me and should be important to me and stuff like that so it's just like this is me if i want to say the word penis don't make put your eyes back in your head we're adults just chill yeah. out be like, and that goes for me too i need to chill out yeah. oh, he, did it. he said this is me and i am here yeah good. good job no and like i love this conversation i love that we are doing this and I, I love seeing your faces it's so nice um i miss having like the family talks and now that we had to talk about the talk what are you guys grateful for this is what we kind of close the show with one thing that maybe you're grateful for um about anything i'm grateful for i mean it's a wonderful part of life but uh <laughs> one thing i am grateful for is and this is something i wrote down the other day the ability to change your life by changing your mindset hmm. the fact that we have the power to do that i'm grateful for that because sometimes i'm not in the mindset to be you know you know i'm not in a good mindset but yeah. knowing that i can change that mindset and it'll change essentially everything just having that as a tool that that's something i'm very grateful for that's beautiful i'm like oh. not supposed to follow that <laughs> <laughs> i would um, say <clears throat> i am grateful for i'm really grateful for honesty like i'm really grateful for being able to speak in a truth hear the truth and learn through it um, and just being able to have honest, transparent conversations is so fun and healing and powerful. So honesty is 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 mine today. I will say that I am grateful for family and for technology allowing us to be connected through distances and through pandemics and through craziness um, so that we can have these moments like this um, that kind of bring us back to the way we grew up. Yeah. And um, I guess I, I'm thankful for that connection that we have as, as a family that brings us together. So cool. I know, it feels like Thanksgiving. <laughs> I didn't even put that together, but it kind of feels like that. Yeah, Here, I'll change it up. I'm also thankful or grateful for growing up in a family and in a culture that empowered us to feel good as women and men. I don't feel empowered. Well, <laughs> for you. Well, that's honesty. Yes, for Anna. For Anna. Um, I guess I would say I'm grateful for perspective because I feel like it gives us an opportunity to look at things from not only our point of view and other people's point of views, but also take a look at ourselves from different, you know, ages, different um, experiences, and just being able to look at things differently. And I think that's dope. I'm grateful for the undoing of shame over time. S I girl. think that's really important. And I like that we can just laugh about things that would make us uncomfortable like years back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is yeah. So cool. As we wrap up, we are really glad that you guys are all here. Thank you for stopping.
time with us and sharing your stories. Thank and you for I'm here with you. Peace out, homies. Bye. Thank you.